0: In this reflection, we are going to look at a very important virtue, a theological virtue, one of the three theological virtues, that is the virtue of hope. Hi, I'm Father Gavin Jennings, and you are listening to Meditations, a podcast by Called to More. Beginning with this scene from the Gospel, short scene but very dramatic all the same, and it takes place on the Sea of Galilee. Jesus has got into a boat his disciples have followed him, and we're told, Behold, there arose a great storm on the sea, so that the boat was being swamped by the waves. Let us imagine the scene. This is, this is real. This is a very dramatic, frightening episode in the life of the apostles there on their small wooden fishing boat in the middle of a very, very large lake, really. And, and suddenly they find themselves enveloped in, in darkness with a wild howling wind with waves really crashing into the boat so much so that the boat is quickly filling up faster than they can bail out the water and they are they know it going down this is a a disaster it's a potential disaster for the the poor apostles Jesus we're told is asleep in the in the, in the prow of the boat and they went and woke him saying Save us, Lord, we are perishing. We are perishing. The voice of despair. They have almost completely lost all hope. The power of the great storm seems insurmountable. And it is a dramatic picture of hopelessness. We can relate to this in our own age. Our own age that has ready storm clouds building up threat of 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 a, of a war where we see a terrible war going on in ukraine and, and a real threat even of a nuclear war Um most of us have never experienced a threat like that we see terrible things things that are almost unbearable to read in the news regular regularly the killing of small children even and these are just real tragedies there's no two ways about it and yet when these men go to our lord um with their despair with their, their their great pending tragedy it's strange that jesus seems to have no no pity for them no he doesn't give them credit he doesn't understand that this is this is real because our lord then immediately quite surprisingly simply rebukes them when our Lord awakes, he says to them, Why are you afraid, O men of little faith? Then he rose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. I wonder if the apostles weren't surprised, Lord, by that rebuke. Why are you afraid? And they would have said, Well, of course we're afraid. That we're, we've, we have water up to our waists in the, in the boat. We're sinking. We know a sinking boat when we're in one. And yet, our Lord seems to have no sympathy for them. Why are you afraid? But then there is that, the explanation for our Lord's lack of sympathy. Oh, men of little faith. It's not that our Lord is is, is condemning them for a kind of lack of, of simple optimism. See the glass half half full, this kind of thing. No, it's not. Our Lord is not calling for a simple optimism. Rather, I think he's saying, do you not realise that I too am right here in this boat, that I'm to experience the same waves and the same wind, even though I'm asleep? Do I not love you? Do I not care for you? I think that's the the cause for our Lord's rebuke. St. Augustine says something a little bit along these lines. He says, nothing was so necessary for raising our hope as to show us how deeply God loved us. And what could afford us a stronger proof of this than that the Son of God should become a partner with us in human nature? So uh, Jesus taking on human nature, sharing with us a partner in human nature, a partner in all the things that we have gone through in our lives. Jesus is, as it were, rebuking them and perhaps rebuking you and rebuking me, saying, do you not realize... Do you not realize the significance of the Incarnation, that I have become a partner in your human nature? I too am in your boat, the boat of your life with those storms, those worries. Do not do you not think I feel them as well? It's, it's a little bit like something that Jesus said to Saint Teresa of Avila, a, a tough moment in her life, she had a tough, tough enough life, but at a, at a particular point where she was very troubled, Jesus maybe gently rebuked her saying do not be troubled my concerns are yours and yours are mine it seems to me that the only way that we can really have deep hope not just a kind of it'll all it'll all turn out okay kind of optimism which can be often a bit naive a deep real hope despite real storms and real storm clouds is through prayer where in one way or another we hear jesus saying to us do not be troubled. My concerns are yours and yours are mine. In other words, Jesus telling us that he is present at every moment of our life, every experience that we undergo. Our Lord feels them. Our Lord experiences them with us in the boat. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My mother, Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my father and lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me.